I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Looking at my bitch, I bet she give your ass a bone. Looking at my wrist, I better turn your ass to stone. Stretch limousine, sipping rose all alone. Double headed monster with a mind of its own. Cherry red chariot, success is my character. All blucks tax. All black, all black tucks, nigga shoes, lavender. I never needed acceptance from you outsiders. Had ciphers with Yeezy before his mouth wired. Before his jaw shattered, climbed up the Lord's ladder. We still speeding, running signs like they don't matter. Hater talk, you never make me mad. Remember that when I'm in your favorite paper tag. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tales podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We do it all night. And then it's by drip, drop, drip, drip, drop. And uh, we're back on a Monday, um, ready to do this thing. You can find us at theblackouttips.com. You can look us up on iTunes or Stitcher, leave us five-star reviews. If we like them, we will read them. It just depends on if we like them or not. Um, it's that simple, really. Um, just leave them on iTunes and Stitcher. Um you can also do stuff like um, vote in the polls at theblackoutist.com, become a premium subscriber, um, leave comments on each episode. We we do a lot. We already got a comment just from yesterday's episode saying how crazy we are. Uh, so it can it, you know it can happen. You guys need to go ahead and do that and uh, let your voice be heard, man. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Uh, no sponsors today. Let's just get into the show. We don't have a ton of time anyway. Um, all right. There's all kinds of stuff to talk about. First thing I would like uh, to update um, on our Northwest opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I posted a, just a portion of one of the responses we got on our Facebook page. And shout out to all the listeners that um, you know helped us realize that we are sane. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and that sometimes crazy people or people get crazy about certain topics, um, such as Kim Kardashian and uh, Kanye West and whatnot. I thought it was a pretty good conversation going back and forth. Even you know the people I didn't agree with, um, you know, I just, I just think uh, people have lost their goddamn mind because it's some Kim Kardashian and some and some Kanye West, right? Um, and I, and you know, like going deeper into the roots, man, I feel like a lot of this shit really stems from the fact that Kim Kardashian committed two sins in America. One, choosing black men as some sort of, you know, uh, something to be praised and loved. Right. Like that was a mistake on her part. Um, uh, and then two, that scarlet letter, um, on her chest for us all knowing she had sex. Right. I really do think it goes back that far. And I do think that the impetus of a lot of that is just that she did that. And people will never get over it because no matter how people feel about, um, like they talk a good game about liberation and women should be allowed to do whatever they want to with their bodies and sex work isn't bad. When it comes to execution, they don't really believe that shit. Mm-mm. And, you know, we don't do this to Ray J, you know, um, we like people don't want her to move on with her life. They don't want her to be happy. They don't want her to have a kid. They need her to be a bad parent. They need her to be worse than them and everything. You know, they need her to be worse in love, worse in taking care of her child. And uh, like I've had people 
that like I've like argue, try to fight on the internet with me about my fucking opinion about some goddamn one year old. All because I don't think it's a big deal that a one year old might have cried. Cause you know, she's a baby. You know what I mean? Like everybody became a parenting expert. Everybody knows that one year, I guess it's a way to play a can where the one year olds never cry. You know, I didn't know that was in the game plan. You know, I guess, uh, everybody talking must have one year olds that never cried for no reason. They, you know, when they were first parents, they knew exactly everything to do right. And, um, they, they said, Oh, okay. My one year old will never, you know, we go, we don't know why the baby was crying. Could have been a smelly diaper. Could have been, uh, uh, teething. Could have been fucking, I, who knows? Could have just been sitting next to somebody ugly or could have smelled some perfume. Could have been any reason. Could be sitting in a room by itself and start crying. You know what I mean? And it's the catch 22 of being a mother in America, I think, cause women catch this burden. Mm-hmm. Where there's this idea where women are supposed to be perfect when it comes to motherhood, or else we judge you as a human being. You are worse than me as a human being because I get to judge your mothering technique. So there's this this catch twenty two with like a Kim Kardashian, Beyonce. If you leave your kid at home, where's your kid? I always see you. I'll never see you with your kid. Look at Drea. You know what I mean? Like, uh, where's your kid at? Where's your kid? But then when it's the other way, when it's like, okay, this person takes their kid with them, you know, pretty much anywhere they go. Well, see, that's too much. Now you can't be taking your kid out there because, I mean, is it about you or is it about your kid? Well, when other people do that, we consider that it's about the bond between a mother and a child, a father and a child. You know, we would never have this standard for, let's say, my dad, who took me to the basketball court when I was young enough that if I got ran over, I could get fucked up. You know what I mean? One time I did get ran over. I cut myself on some glass or whatever. Um, and, you know, I, I don't remember how old I was, but I remember I was kind of young. You're too young to play, you know, and I just run it on the court. Um, and I learned my lesson that day. But <laughs> if if my dad would have been Kanye West, you niggas would have won a DSS call. You know what I mean? Like when I how many how many times did I go to my father's basketball game? Cause You know, my mom bring me to watch my dad play church league basketball. You know what I mean? I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I didn't know how to keep score. I couldn't tell not, tell you nothing. But I was glad I was with my family, you broken motherfuckers. Have you not, do you not know that feeling of being glad that somebody wants you there to see them? You know, this big moment in her father's life, like they're gonna, she gonna look back and be like looking at them pictures like, yeah, glad my family wanted me there to be a family. You know, I'm glad that that happened. I think, I think people just have completely lost their shit because they don't like Kim and Kanye, man. And I, it's, it's that simple because we don't have this standard in any other way. If you take your baby on, a, on, on to the church and sit for hours on your lap, I, I would defend that because it's your fucking baby and it's spending time with you. So we're not inconsistent on this shit at all. I just want to make that clear. I've fucking tripled down on this shit and you are wrong. Y'all are crazy about some damn celebrities. This ain't about them being celebrities. If it was your ass, your black ass, with your baby on your lap on an airplane in a movie, you ain't never heard anybody on this podcast come on here and be like some, yeah, uh, take your baby home. 
get out of theater what you doing with your baby out ever in 800 and something episodes i feel confident saying we have never done that so don't try to act like we changed position on this shit because you will get your ass cussed out and people was like oh you mad i was like i'm not mad you're annoying you are annoying i gave my opinion let it go that's it you have your opinion i don't come and hit you up about y'all opinions i listen to podcasts every day i read people's tweets every day I disagree with y'all all the time, and I don't yep. say shit because I don't really give a fuck about your opinion. It's not that important. Neither is mine. You shouldn't get that much of opinion. Fact of, you shouldn't get that much of a fuck about ours either. But that crazy people, man. God damn, y'all crazy. All right. Sorry, I had to get that out. No problem, because I know uh, we had talked about about it before, and it's just one of those things. Where at the root, at to me, at the root of the problem, um. And you touched on a lot of it, and I personally um, think that for a lot of people, this is something that they're never going to let go, and go of the, their hatred in their heart towards this couple, be it for whatever reason. Because once you start questioning people, once you start uh, coming with logic, once you start like saying, hey, what about this, what about this, what about this, and they can't defend it. All of a sudden is name calling. All of a sudden right. is is other things because at the root of the problem you I have- got I got accused of being mad. I never even called up anyone a name. I didn't even call people stupid. I just got but it's you mad now. You mad. I'm like and then it's like it, it, what do you do with that? If I block the person, then they feel some sort of fucking achievement was unlocked by the being one of the thousands of people I blocked on Twitter. Congratulations, I guess. Or if I don't, then they just want to annoy me to death and every response just becomes more and more like hyperbolic where they're not even listening to me. You know, mm-hmm. one one dude saw the title of our episode, started fussing at me before he even knew my fucking opinion. Well, you know, they shouldn't be having that kid. I'm like, did you even listen to the show? I'm going to listen now. Fuck you. You know, like what is wrong with these people? I'm not obsessed about these motherfuckers. You are. Right. You act like we're the one with the problem. We are not the one with the problem. And the thing is, just because they're celebrities, we don't put them on a pedestal and we are not the people pretending like they are better than normal people. Yeah, the same episode, I said Kanye was an asshole, even though he gave his own awards back to other people that he felt should have won. He's still an asshole for ruining Taylor Swift and Beck's moments. He's still Mm -hmm. wrong. There's no there's no two ways about that shit you have a code that's your code you don't get to enforce that on everybody else still i got you guys are that's what your show is you guys just defend uh just defend fuckery that's what y'all do just justify fuckery no we don't we give our opinions like you do it's my real opinion i've never got on this mic and had a fake ass opinion it's my real ass opinion if you see me in the streets i had the same motherfucking opinion you're hearing right now right I think y'all niggas are obsessed with these niggas because they celebrities. Right. Because y'all seen her fucking and y'all can't let it go. And some sick about you, dog. Like, it's some weird ass obsession shit that y'all have with this woman and her kid and her husband. And, you know, I saw people bringing up stuff like, well, he shouldn't have said anything about the award. They got to do with his baby crying. Nothing. At the motherfucking, like, are you serious? Nothing. Someone's like, oh, well, show me a picture of her smiling. So, I, you know, those 16 pictures I put up yesterday in the chat? Mm-hmm. I just took one of them and was like, here's a picture of her during the fashion show looking excited. Like, oh, my God, look. And then she was like, no, her face looks like something off of the ring. And it was an ugly picture of some 
some like a, a ghost that had like a decaying. I was like, you crazy psycho motherfucker. Like, just, like, why do you even listen to us? If you just crazy about these people, like, what is wrong with you? I would like to think my audience don't be crazy like this. That's a crazy person response to what I just did. Crazy. Right. And, 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 and I think that the thing to me that makes me upset is that you're being irrational. You're being illogical. And if we take your logic and apply it, why even bring children outside the house? Why don't you keep your child in the house 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Why don't you just keep them in the house? Another person was saying like, well, you know, that's a parenting fail. She took her from backstage and took her out to see it. And that's what I heard. That, that she started crying because she was playing backstage and she had to go out there. Number one, the the fucking purpose of a baby's life is not to never cry. They got to get their shots. They got to get socialized. They got to go to school. Baby's going to cry. Baby's going to go through things, all right? Crying doesn't always mean the baby is right. Just do whatever you can to make that. And it's funny because the more children people have, the more they realize it. When there's like three kids in, they like, let them cry. It'll be all right. You know, one kid is normally when people panic the fuck. Oh God! Oh Jesus! Because oh, you're learning as a parent. How can right? I fix this? But 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 like, I had a person that was like, you know, I was like, this isn't any worse than taking a kid to church. Shit, taking a kid to church is worse. A fucking fashion show lasts fifteen minutes. Taking a kid to church is probably worse on the kid boredom scale for one year olds not being entertained. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of churches where they don't even take your kid if they're that young. Like, if it's one, it's like, well, you stay with your mama then. Right, because we can't have you affecting uh, children's Bible study because we, yeah. you know, we don't get paid to watch that young. Yeah, you won. You don't you don't have anything to do. You know, right. maybe if you have a bigger church or whatever. Anyway, I've been in churches where I've watched one-year-old sit on their mama, grandmama, mm-hmm. whatever lap for and, hours in a Baptist church with some hot-ass, uh, no AC working. Right, and, they, and y'all just happy to be in each other's presence and I don't know, like, and, and and I think for me, it's just people obsession, and because we don't have that same obsession, and my thing is like sometimes I wonder do people even listen to what we say because no, people, they just people see act like the name and they lose their shit. I think so too because people act like we haven't called Kanye an asshole. People act like we haven't said he was wrong about anything. People act like we these big fucking ass stands. Right. It's but that's because they don't agree on that topic. And then they just lose all objectivity. Like I said, I had a person say, like, you know, well, you know, you're going to bring them like that. I was like, well, if that's, if the purpose of, if your whole thing is a one-year-old doesn't need to be at certain shit, a one-year-old don't need to be at anything, honestly. A one-year-old can't understand shit. I've watched people baptize one-year-olds and the baby start crying. That shit was important to you. The baby don't know. You know what I mean? The baby don't give a fuck. Um, you know, I watch people do shit like take, you know, take your baby grocery shopping with you. Mm-hmm. Now, this is something that we, you know, that to me, when I see that, I think it's cute. I'm like, look at these babies spending some time with their mama doing some regular ass shit. Right. That means your parents want you around. But then you got motherfucking, um, you know, people looking at this shit like, why she spending time with her kid? You know, it's crazy. Right. It is crazy. And I seen uh, somebody was talking about the VMAs with um, Beyonce with Blue. People had a fucking fit because it was past midnight. Like it was 11, 12 o'clock. People had a fit because she was out past her. And we never hardly ever see Blue. And people, and every time you see Blue, it's some shit about her too. Her hair ain't combed. Right. Why, you know, why they look like, why they looking bummy today? You know, mm-hmm. why, why, why she sitting on her daddy's lap? Like, it, remember the, 
why was she at the BET Awards watching her mom perform? Right. Well, well, it's so late. You know, it's, it's nine o'clock. Shouldn't she be in bed? Fuck you. I tell you this, Blue Ivy will be fine, guys. She's going to own the business your kids work at if your kids are lucky enough. She'll be fine. Her getting to see her mama and be on TV and have this memory later on in life where you can go, this is how much we loved you. We took you everywhere. We took you to see mm-hmm. mommy perform. Look at you. That's love, man. And y'all niggas need to stop obsessing over this shit. I think Louis C.K. said it best, man. He had a uh, something I think sums this up before we move on. I was on a plane once and there was two babies on a plane. And other people. It wasn't just... <laughs> It was just me and two babies. That would be weird. You get on a plane, there's just two babies. Come on, we're leaving soon. He's the pilot baby. I'm the other baby. No, it's all right. I'm not going to... All right, let me get to the other part. Because they're just, you know, just being babies. <laughs> babies are selfish. They are. Babies are selfish. They just, meh. No baby ever goes, meh, but how are you doing, though? <laughs> I have two daughters, and both of them at one time were babies, and I held them, and they cried on planes. It's happened to me. I've had a baby on a plane. If you're ever, this is how selfish people are. When you're on a plane and you hear a baby crying, you think that's happening to you. You're like, oh, this is gonna ruin my flight. It's gonna ruin it. Well, look at the parent, because that person is holding a crying baby on a plane, which means they've been traveling with a baby all day, which means they have a baby. Okay? So their life isn't even good. <laughs> they don't like anything. Their whole life is, ugh, Jesus. If there's any joy for them, it's that this is now bothering other people. <laughs> yeah, you listen to this shit now. <laughs> I remember one time my babe was crying on the plane. She was really upset. And this guy, some businessman on the plane, because businessmen always think that every flight is a private plane of theirs <laughs> that we're all like piggybacking on. And this guy has this fucking newspaper and he turns around to look at me and my baby and he looks right at me he doesn't kind of like go like this he looks at me like hmm like could you like oh i'm sorry is this bothering you let me just (laughs) he mom's smothering the baby He holds the baby up that's dead. You all just clap for a dead baby. (laughs) You applauded a dead baby. 
all right so yeah i thought someone sent that to me on facebook i was like that's perfect um let's defend some more celebrities karen uh ray j got beat up by um princess child to love and hip-hop mm-hmm. um that's uh unfortunate i guess uh the question for me is where do you go from here because when this happened with berg and Vasika, mm-hmm. berg got kicked off the show yes he did and she ought to too yeah princess ray j's girlfriend princess love was arrested in new orleans for allegedly beating him to a bloody pulp Law enforcement tells us it happened last Wednesday after Ray J returned to his hotel after spending the night with TV producers at the strip joint. Ray, who stars in Love and Hip Hop Hollywood with Princess, told cops Princess went ballistic and attacked him, cracking several ribs, busting his lip open, and tearing his ACL. Oh, she fucked him up. That's why I don't, like, when people say reality TV is fake, I'm like, it, it, it ain't all fake. Some, some of that shit. How fake can it be? Cause right. I'm not signing up to get my ACL torn. Right. Some, you know, people fail to realize some of, the, some of them emotions is real emotions. Like you can pretend on it, but so far. Uh, someone in the hotel told the cops they heard Princess scream, I'm gonna kill you. They told, <gasps> yeah, he didn't have a pool to push it, you know, to fall into. Couldn't bow, he couldn't bow Jackson there. Not this time. <laughs> I saw I stiff-armed her. Bet you he wish he could have. We're told Ray J ran out the room at hotel. He ran out with a torn ACL? He must look like no one walking dead, man. That adrenaline to make your ass move. Yeah. We're told Ray J ran out the room. A hotel security guard saw him bleeding and called 911. We're told Princess was arrested and booked for domestic abuse and battery. Uh, so to say, Ray J himself, himself bailed her out and paid 10 k for her lawyer. Wow. I wouldn't have. And I but wonder if that's maybe it was a quote unquote it was a fight. I wonder if that's why he did it. Like, uh, oh, I don't want people knowing what I did too. Cause I mean if not, that's just like some crazy abusive situation. You bail out the person that fucking right. it, did it, all that shit to you. And and the thing is women do this all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things where these roles are reversed, so all of a sudden here come the jokes. Like the same people, if this was a man that had whooped a woman's ass, would have been all up in arms, all angry, all upset. I now got them jokes because a man got his ass whooped. When in my mind, it's still the same motherfucking thing. She needs to get kicked off the show and her ass needs to go to jail. You put your hands on another grown ass motherfucker. Period. Like, period. I understand people get their jokes off and that's fine. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But at the reality of it, a crime happened, people. Yeah, I don't understand how anybody could, you know, uh, think that's okay. I, I mean, right. that's, I mean, tore your ACL, broken ribs, like, she the fuck was up. she hitting him with? She fucked him up. All these feminists and women's group, you wouldn't have been able to be a stick away from them. They would have been smack going off. They the Blu-ray J up on every social media out there. Are you guys that are these feminists that are for all these rights? Are you really for the right? Well, I don't, hold up. No, you're way off on that. One, we don't even know that like, who are these feminists? We don't even know what feminists said or didn't say That's to true. be going in on them like that. And then two, because uh, I don't know any feminist that's okay with men getting beat by their woman. Like, I don't know anybody like that. But then, uh, more importantly, when Masika got beat up by Berg, there wasn't this huge online movement. It was like, she called the cops, this nigga going to jail, he won't be on the show, good, the end. 
we need to see how mona scott and them handle this that's before true we say anything if mona scott says he's off, she's off the show and all this shit okay then, then i want to see I, how people i feel react. like i feel like then that'll be a the same conclusion and i feel like that's how it should go but now if she makes some sort of allowance for it i feel like the burden lies like vh1 and mona scott's feet for like basically paying this person for the the violence that they put on another cast member which is something they said they had a zero tolerance policy for right last year but no nah, i don't think this is about feminists at all i don't think they were you know behind any movement associated with this show ever i feel like that's a high bar to raise just because it's ray j you know what i mean like they i don't think they were making shit move for masika and i don't think they are gonna make shit move for um, ray j either um Either way, though, this is fucked up. Yeah, I do think it's fucked up, and 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 I, and I guess for me because and it's and it just maybe I'm not gonna be funny. It's just my bias because you know for a lot of these people they go hard on a lot of shit. So I'm like, hey, since we going hard on everything, let's go hard on everything. Yeah, I, I mean that, that's where my my perspective is coming from. I'm not trying to call anybody out or anything like that, but I'm saying like we since since a lot of them not and not everybody go hard, and I see you. Filling up your timeline, ranting and raving about stuff. Where's this same? My thing is, where's the same anger when it comes to these people as there are for other people? That's all, that's all I'm saying. Well, I think this falls into that culture of celebrity worship shit, though, because people don't view celebrities as real people most of the time. When that happened to a seeker, the same kind of, well, that's reality TV for you, kind of took over. Like, people didn't really get into that story and say, you know, why is Youngberg not arrested? Why isn't he going to prison? Why isn't his charges being pressed? Like, why Why is this, why are these motherfuckers taking a picture together, you know, 48 hours later in the bed together? You know what I mean? Like, there wasn't that outrage because I think a lot of times people look at it like, well, you're on TV and you get you don't really count as a person. So, right. you know. But 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 they are people. And- oh, oh, we agree. I'm, okay. I'm only saying I think that's what, I think this is going to get the same like yeah well it yeah. doesn't really count because okay. okay, ray j is a personality he's a celebrity so you know him getting beat is somehow not you know as serious as if it was some random person getting beat like right okay okay and and we do agree on that and like i said it's just one of those things from my from on the outside looking in um you know because like i said i i pay people attention when they ranting and raving and going off and all this shit yeah. and i'm like hey we're gonna go hard you know from just from my particular perspective i i want to i want to see this even and i want to see it about all issues and you know the thing is is like if this was a woman that would have paid for uh her uh spouse or husband or boyfriend to uh get out of jail and uh pay for their lawyer you the clock you just said it's a battered woman syndrome you know where is this for him like 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 this is this is why i'm saying yeah where's this outrage i mean but we don't know what happened in the room karen maybe he hit it first he may have. She was just retaliating. <laughs> you know, I'm he sure if he had, have. if he had one wish, he wish he would know would have never went back to that strip club. Mm-mm, never. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure when he walked in, he said, "Wait a minute." Oh, now, bitchy Clay, you said that a lot. Wait a minute, hey. Mm-mm. Wait a minute. <laughs> anyway, sexy, can I move on to the next story? Yes, you can, sexy. All right. Um, uh, more celebrity drama. Let's defend these people. Khloe Kardashian and Amber Rose got into it on Twitter, and it was all the way real. Not all the way. Drama, Karen. 
with so much drama in the LBC. LBC. Chloe Kardashian has had enough of Amber Rose talking about her little sister Callie's relationship with I still don't know how you say this dude's name. Is it Tiger or Tigger? Does anybody know? know is it but, Tiger? Cause I know ain't she twelve. What's happening? Here? I know this makes me seem old, and I, I'll accept that. But I am old. I don't listen to this nigga's music, so I have no fucking idea if I'm supposed to be saying Tiger or Tigger. Is the eye like, silent? What's happening here? Yeah, is the Y like a long Y? Okay, yeah, Tiger in the Twitter. Okay, that's how. Oh, so it's T Y G A Tiger. All right. So um. Khloe Kardashian's had enough of Amber Rose talking about her little sister Kylie's relationship with Tyga. Last week, Amber stopped by the Breakfast Club where she shared her thoughts on Tyga and Kylie's relationship, and they weren't very nice. She said, uh, she's a baby. She needs to go to bed at 7 o'clock, have a glass of milk. That's ridiculous. She should be ashamed. He should be ashamed of himself. He has a beautiful woman and a baby and left that for a 16-year-old who just turned 17. Like, nah. So then Chloe uh, went on Twitter uh, to let Amber know that that's not cool. I was a stripper since I was 15 years old, is a quote that Chloe put on there. Amber Rose told Fox, Jamie Foxx, please don't worry about my sister who has a career and her shit together at only 17. Then like the frog and the tea emoji. People who live in glass houses shouldn't throw songs. Stop. Please stop talking about us in interviews, mama. None of none of us talk about you. What do you think of that response? It's just funny because maybe she could have worded differently, but she's a fucking child. Like she's a kid. She's, a, she's no, no, no. Chloe is the older sister. Yeah, yeah, but 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 I'm talking about what Amber said. Mm-hmm. Amber was like, she's a child. He ain't got no business messing with a child. Yeah, yeah. I agree with and, Amber, by and, the way. Right, and you get mad. He's 25, by the way, in case you didn't know. And you and you get mad. Maybe it's just me, and I might be wrong, but what 17-year-old got their life together? Right. And not to mention, the difference between 25 and 17 is a lot. A lot of experience. That's a lot. You can rent a car. You can vote. You, you can, can drink. You can military. You can drink. You, you can, can do- smoke. Yeah, you can do a lot of shit. At 17, you're not allowed to do any of that. What do they do? You know, and I've always thought it was odd because rich people seem to have this thing with their kids where it's like a unspoken civil agreement uh, that we just have decided that rich people's kids are allowed access to alcohol and drugs and parties and clubs and shit that they're not supposed to be old enough to go into. Mm-hmm. Same shit was going on with Miley Cyrus for a long time. Mm-hmm. She was dating a dude that was way older than her, and it was creepy as fuck. Right. And it, it was like I don't know, like she has a kids car, a kids TV show, but she's fucking somebody that is like twenty five or some shit. And nobody's saying statutory rape. Nobody's right. pressing charges. Her dad's okay with it. I, I don't understand the rules, you know. So and it's and it, and in this case, I believe it's illegal. It is. In California. Now, here's a re- here's for the record, they could easily just say, we're not really dating or we're dating, but we're not doing anything sexually. Uh, so they could make the argument that, you know, this isn't anything legally wrong. Okay. Even still, it's creepy. Right. Even if the law said you, a grown ass person, 
can fuck a child at 15, 16, and the child is at an age where they can legally make a choice as an adult is still fucking creepy. You have no business dealing with a child. Right, and the other thing is he's a family friend. So he's known her since she was like 12, 13. And allegedly they started dating at 16. And then she just turned 17. It's very fucking creepy, man. Like, even in the state where this was legal, I would think it was still fucking creepy. Because I remember being 25 and I remember being 16. There's no fucking, you know, there's just no fucking relation between those two ages when it comes to, like, sex and dating and stuff like that. Like, their experiences in life are completely different. Yeah. And with the same people that go, is this okay? Would you be okay with him creeping on a high school campus? You right. have a problem with that, but that's basically what he's doing. I'm shocked that her mom and them are okay with it in some ways, but in some ways, I guess not. Cause you know, they, I feel like when you have that much money, you really just think the law doesn't, is like a suggestion for you. Like eh, well, my kids are different, you know, and I'm sure if they weren't famous, I get it. If they weren't famous, people wouldn't even give a fuck. And this must, everyone's going to say, well, I knew people that was doing this. Yeah. Well, that was illegal and creepy too. More, more than likely. And if it wasn't illegal, it was at least creepy in my point of view. Mm-hmm. So, you know, save your fucking emails on that one. Right. And it's it- fucking creepy. And it's weird that, you know, her sister would defend the shit publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, like she's, it says update. Chloe had more to say with, with W at Jalene Winnie quote to provide for her family what wyd like what would you do or something would would you i don't know she said not mad she was a stripper but don't say my sister should be in bed by seven when she wasn't uh when she wasn't so like she's saying when you were 15 you was out at all times and you turned and you were stripping doing all kinds of crazy shit don't be mad at my sister and she never said that that was an okay behavior either right right uh we get asked questions about yeah it's not like she was glorifying like i was stripping yes it's like, no, it's fucked up. We get asked questions about people all the time, and my sisters and I always take the high road and don't answer. Truth is, we don't know these people, and I don't know Amber, so why would I comment on her? I'm not going to comment on someone I don't know. That's unfair. We all hear things via social media or blogs, but I would only want to comment on someone if I actually knew them or had my own personal history with them. Uh, I would think others would want to see the same, would want the same respect. I don't believe that because they ask y'all questions all the time. Yeah, and like you going online and confirming that that's a relationship. Right. Yeah, that's a bad look, big sis. Cause yo, I know Kylie Jenner was, was looking at her Twitter account like, uh, not yet. Not gonna say, not gonna tweet anything. Uh, Amber Rose responded on Twitter. I'm happy you brought up the fact that I was a stripper at 15. I'll be that little whore who, who to support my family like your older sister is a whore to support hers. We're even. And then kissy face, the kissy lips uh, emoji. Hashtag mother gives facts. Uh, and then she said, at Chloe Kardashian, hashtag don't panic. And Chloe responded, LOL, hashtag don't panic. Well, damn, I didn't realize I called you a whore, but at the end of the day, I guess people love to call us all whores. Easiest jab to throw. It is what it is. We still living. And at, uh, Amber Rose, uh, Chloe responded again, crying at hashtag don't panic. Uh, yes, we're, we are even. Um, and then she responded, she tweeted without adding her. 
without adding Amber. Mm-hmm. My point was proven. She can't even wait 10 minutes before mentioning one of our names, shaking my head. And then Amber responded, girl, just at me. I really don't want to read you to Phil Dollar, but I will sit down. You know what's funny is I never understood this because this happens to me sometimes. Someone says something annoying and then I'll either block, get rid of them or something. And then like you'll have a tweet afterwards like, damn, this shit is crazy. And then that person's always like, no, nigga, keep talking to me. Like, no, this that's the problem. That's how we got here. I don't want to talk to you. Right. Like you annoyed me to the point where I'm now irritated and I have nothing left to say to you. I might talk about your ass, but that's none of your fucking business. It's the same way I wish you would talk about me without telling me, so it'd be none of my fucking business as well. Right. You don't have to at me. You don't have to mention me. You don't have to put my name. You don't have to go to the hashtag. Like, I will be completely fine. Yeah, so um, I think that was, like, kind of where it uh stood before we took the air. I don't know if uh, Amber said some more crazy shit or, uh, or not even crazy shit, but if she said more stuff, because um, she was ethering Chloe. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, you got to stop talking shit. Oh, okay. It says, uh, she got a picture of Kanye West. When your sister-in-law calls out your ex for being a stripper, but your wife has a sex tape, and it's just a picture closing in on Kanye West's face. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you knew Amber was going to be petty about that. Of course. Oh no! Yeah, like she deleted a lot of the tweets though. Huh? That's interesting. I wonder why she did that. Hmm. Oh, oh no! What? Because I'm not logged in, I probably just can't see them. That's maybe that's what it is. Yeah, because you know it limits what you can see if you're not actually officially like logged into the account. Yeah, and I don't follow her, so maybe that's what it is. But yeah, she went in, man. Um, but uh, you know. It is what it is, dog. I just feel like, like, it's crazy to me that anyone would defend this. And I saw people defending it. Like, 17 is 25 for a girl. Says who? Excuse me? Says who? Yeah. How, how we, how, how, how we get, how we, how we get this? And, yeah. And also, um, and I know that we've even had people, you know, write the show and things like that saying, you know, they were of certain ages. And they were having, you know, uh, relationships with people older than them, and it was okay. I don't think that was okay, sweetie, because you were of an age where you're still growing, you're still maturing, you're still trying to find out who you are. And who you were at that age is not who you are now. You're developed as a person. Yeah, someone said Tiger Baby Mama is Amber best friend. So I guess she thinks she's defending her. But the only thing she's going to do is get her man sent to prison, hopefully. You know, yeah, and that's the difference between barely legal and almost legal. All right, guys, like that's about ten years in prison difference on that joint. You better pay attention. So you end up in jail, right? And just because you think it was okay does not mean that you can't. The person who you had this relationship with can't go to jail because that nigga need to go to jail for statutory rape. I don't. Yeah, intimate. I don't even. I don't even understand that mentality. Right. Well, I think it's okay. But okay, it, yeah, it's illegal though. Right. Like this isn't like smoking weed. You know what I mean? This involves your child, dog. Like them Kardashians is fucked up. That's why that's why Kim gotta bring North everywhere, man. Chris fuck around, give North away, man. You don't know what's going on. Come back home, uh North is dating Drake now. I'm like, what? She's a one year old, mama. Well, gotta that's, get him started off young. Yeah, gotta get this money. 
Chris out there pimping them girls. Yeah, she is. Feel like she be listen, bitch. Listen, listen. If a pig got a wig, I give her a gig. Now you get out there and you get my motherfucking money. All right. With a a drop, a, a, a wet pussy never have a dry purse. Okay. And 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 you know what? Uh, somebody brought up in the room, um, chat room, something I um I forgot about. Mm-hmm. Remember when them pictures with Jada came out? And, I mean, with nigga, uh, Dave people cut the motherfucking food. People uh, cracked pe- a fool on um willow and uh that little boy and dss came and yeah. they fucking had to be in- where's this investigation why ain't y'all calling and saying investigate them there's something wrong with this situation right but i worship celebrities too much to say this can i to defend the fuckery remember that's what we do i don't fuck you yes <laughs> call dss have them investigated have them go and comb their house have them sit down and talk with the social services people have them go through the same thing y'all sent jada and willow through what is the difference other than they were niggers and a lot of people are mad because they're black even black people were mad because they're black because as a culture for some reason we over sexualize sex when it comes to girls and act right. like something's wrong with a girl for wanting to fuck or wanting to be intimate or or just have any sexual desires it wasn't even that though karen she was just laying in the bed with her friend. Like, it wasn't like they laid up together. They weren't touching. It wasn't, he had a shirt off. If anything, I would be, if I was that boy's father, I'd be like, fuck you doing with your shirt off right. in the bed with a little girl. Come on, dog. That's a bad look. But to a girl, I'm not saying shit. She didn't do anything wrong. She's not, it doesn't even like that. Thinking about anything like that, people mm-hmm. just see a little black girl and they go, look at her fast ass. And they immediately throw her in the category of some type of, jezebel or some shit and it's wrong right and 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 just me being growing up as a black female and just having to deal with that shit even prior to me being intimate being accused of this just because like for me i had a lot of male friends wouldn't fucking with them wouldn't sleep with them we were just close we were just kicking it but i was the whore and i was a slut and i was sleeping with everybody just because i had male friends and people think well you got dick around you you must be fucking it and that's our insecurities about females just females period Mm -hmm. but especially in the black community how every dick you around you've got to fuck it meanwhile we have molly cyrus confirmed dating the older guy when she was like 17 and underage and shit going in the clubs getting drunk we have um kylie jenner doing this but it's like it don't count because they don't you know like, hey they're not black right and that's so, you know that's okay for them they can handle it but Jay, you know, Jada got a damn to get a kid taken away because niggas was, 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 was looking at a picture and assuming that the worst. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, right? Right. That you know that, that and my, I'm 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 the same across the board. I don't care who it is. If it's a child and a goddamn adult is dealing with a child in a sexual manner, you need to go to jail. It's the law. She a little kid. People in the chat room saying Kendall dated Jaden Smith. That's how young Kendall Smith, Kendall Jenner is. She dated Jaden Smith. We all want to play Miles. Well, not all of us, but some of us think he can play Miles Morales. That's how young he is. That we're like, are you? Oh God! But it's okay for her to date a goddamn. What? What the fuck are they gonna talk about? <sighs> Victoria Jackson, who's a crazy pants, she wasn't invited to the uh, Saturday Night Live 40th anniversary. Uh, but she did go on YouTube and debut a new anti-Obama song. There's a Muslim living in the White House. He released terrorists from Gitmo that our sons and daughters died to capture. 
Am I dreaming? His cabinet is made up of Muslim Brotherhood people. It seems these days I'm in a haze and I can't concentrate on things. Can't eat or sleep, feel incomplete, kind of scared and creepy. I look over my shoulder lots and shudder when I watch TV. I bite my nails in cuticles and watch my words very carefully. I bite my lip a lot and fidget with the buttons on my blouse. Why? Because there's a Muslim living in the White House. Why aren't people shocked or something? Why aren't people up in arms? Does anyone read history or see black and white flags or hear alarms? The streets are filled with deaf and dumb as I squeak like a mouse. There's a Muslim living in the White House. My husband says, be quiet, they're dangerous. My mother says, if the president was dangerous, the TV news would tell us. Only Brigitte Gabriel, um, understands me and and of course Sean Hannity and uh, Pamela Geller and Robert Spencer and Michael DiGiorno and Dan Mandel that's why your ass wasn't invited back bitch right she's insane crazy ass non-talented uh, singing ass all the shade all the shade to you and uh, all the people that you love in your life uh St. Louis cop warns officers to turn off their dash cam when they arrest a sus- when they was arresting a suspect and footage being used in an excessive law, uh, excessive force lawsuit against St. Louis Police Department. The officer can be seen warning a group of at least seven cops arresting a suspect that a car's dash cam was on and recording them before the footage cuts out for more than two minutes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, we've been saying. A hundred? Body cams, dash cams. Don't matter if fuckers decide they don't want to use them properly. Not going to solve racism. And I don't think anything can, not a presidential order, not, uh, like even retraining the police is not going to solve the fact that people don't see us even as human beings, you know, because I have to burn a lot more buildings or some shit. I don't know. Cortez Buford 18 was arrested by St. Louis police last April. According to St. Louis dispatch officers were responding to a 911 call of shots fired when they pulled over Buford after he allegedly made an illegal U-turn. Officers Nathaniel Burkemper and Michael Benz state in their police reports they smelled marijuana on Buford and his passenger. After arresting the passenger, the officers told Buford he was under arrest and to exit the car. Buford became agitated, Burkemper wrote, refusing to give him his name, reaching for a pants po- reaching for a pants pocket. Four officers warned him to keep his hands in view. Buford refused orders to get out. Uh, Burkemper called for backup when Buford became increasingly hostile. The report says Benz told Burkemper he had found two bullets in the passenger's pocket what what if there's no gun <sighs> two bullets in the passenger's pocket then what does that sound are you playing something okay no sorry i'm sorry the video started I'm sorry, what the fuck is that my bad all right well okay. shut your one-year-old up damn it my- now i see everybody was right except us my bad oh i want to just strangle it and kill it you're a bad parent, Karen. I sure am. Uh, the report says Ben's told Burkeeper, Burkeeper, he had found two bullets in the passenger's pocket. Burkeeper then ordered Buford out again, saying he was under arrest. Burf, Buford unlocked his door but refused to exit. They probably planted them bullets. The video shows Burkeeper reaching in and opening the door as backup arrives. 
at 10 14 11 p.m the report says that after burkhipper maneuvered buford to the ground the suspect struggled repeatedly and reached for his pocket so they beat him probably in his report, Officer Burkhamper writes he, he he saw a gun on Burf Buford before officers arrived at the scene. At one point, the eight-minute clip, seven officers can be seen during the struggle to subdue Buford. Officers deliver what they call foot strikes in their respective they stomped them, and in their respective reports to prevent Buford from reaching for his weapon, they eventually fired Taser at Buford. Police confiscated the Kel Tech nine-millimeter semi-automatic pistol with four rounds in the magazine and one in the chamber from Buford at the scene. After putting Buford in handcuffs, another officer arrives at the scene and can be heard in the video warning Costa record of the recording dashboard camera. Uh Officer Kelly Swinton approaches Burkhamber's patrol car. There is a sound of an opening car door. She loudly declares, Hold up, hold up, y'all. Hold up, hold up. Everybody hold up. We're red right now. So if you guys are worried about cameras, just wait. The audio cuts out and the video ends eight seconds later. In response to an open records request, City Councilor Winston Calvert released the same video on Friday, plus views from other dash cams. On um, uh, one shows that after Burkhamber's camera stopped, officers continue to huddle, huddle around Buford. The camera sh- that camera shuts off too, leaving a gap of more than two minutes before Buford is seen again, stumbling and falling once he's taken to a police vehicle. Other videos show unrelated scenes of both Buford and his passengers sitting inside vehicles. So they beat him. You know, like it, like. Maybe maybe they were guilty of having the weapons. Maybe they had some weed. They found less than four grams of marijuana on, on them. But that doesn't mean you beat the shit out of a dude. The dash cam footage was later used to get the charges dropped. The charges did get dropped August 2014. Susan Ryan, the spokeswoman for the St. Louis Circuit Attorney, told Dispatch the action to turn off the dash cam video diminished the evidentiary merits of the case. Footage is now being used by Buford's lawyers in an excessive force case. A lawyer for the St. Louis Police Officers Association told the dispatch that the video reflects a proper escalation of force applied against a resisting suspect who was lucky he didn't get shot when he reached for a gun. The officer turned off the dash cam was reportedly recommended for disciplinary action. That officer plans to appeal the recommendation. Here's the thing, though. We keep saying, well, the police say, well, we're pro these cameras because it'll show how right we are and citizens are like we want these cameras because it'll show how wrong y'all are if y'all turn the motherfuckers off now i'm i'm looking at you like uh, it's on you 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 wanted to do something dirty like you wanted to do something you didn't want on camera you're right. the one that controls the camera and, not the citizen and this is how i feel about that when it comes to these cameras um we're gonna do this there needs to be mandates. You turn the fuck off, you're goddamn fired. If you turn this camera off, you lose right. your fucking job. I don't care if it's on your dashboard. I don't care if it's on your chest. Mm-hmm. If you turn this fucker off, you're fired. Ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And and the thing about it, I know uh, most police unions have like um what you call those um you most most police departments have unions. And this looked like this would be something that the union would be for because not only does it protect you, it protects everybody. It protects the, the you as an officer who has, because a lot of officers have been charged with shit. The citizens said they do, they did, that they didn't do because of these cameras. 
and it could work the other way. But because it could work the other way, they, they everybody wants to be up in arms about it. But this is a two-way street with this relationship. This isn't y'all just coming in manhandling and beating the hell out of everybody and telling everybody to goddamn deal with it. It's a relationship that you have with the community. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should be able to, uh, they should not be able to turn their cameras off in the vehicles at all. Mm-mm. That shouldn't even be an option. Nope. Shouldn't even be an option for you to be able to turn that camera off manually. You so, should just have to deal with it. As soon as you get in there and shut the doors, that yeah. your, everything you do all goddamn day is recorded. Everything you, you do. Yeah, you get, um, um, you, yeah, you, you get, uh, pulled over. Uh, I mean, you pull someone over. All of a sudden your camera's magically obstructed. Nah, fuck that. Your ass, your, your ass is done. Like, uh, you're, you're suspended immediately. Because it's the only way to get them to stop. Um, uh, a Georgia public school humiliates kids for uh, not praying to God our Father. The Freedom from Religion Fra- uh, Foundation found a lo- filed a lawsuit against Emanuel County School System in Swainsboro, Georgia, after a teacher insisted that children of atheists had to participate in daily ch- uh, prayers. Separation of church and state, I guess. Hmm. Uh, so, um, according to the lawsuit, teachers Katrin Bright and Sal Thompson forced the children of anonymous plaintiffs Jane and John Doe to join their classmates in prayer or leave the classroom. Encouraging the Doe children to pray or isolating and punishing the Doe children for electing not to pray violates and the deeply and sincerely held moral convictions of the Doe children and therefore their First Amendment rights. Now, why would a teacher think that they have the right? Well, because it's the South, probably. What just happened? Georgia? Yeah, that's why. Never mind. Before lunch, the teacher of Jamie Doe uh, t- would ask the class to bow their heads, fold their hands, and say, God, our Father, we give thanks for our many blessings. Amen. Uh, Jesse's teacher, wow, and this is in the, the county school system. This isn't even a private religious school. Jesse Doe's teacher, Katrin Bright, would ask students to say, God is great, God is good, let us thank him for our food, thank you for our daily prayer, amen. When John and Jane uh, learned of this, they contacted Swainsboro Primary School, Principal Valerie Watkins, who told them that if they didn't want their children to pray, their only recourse would be to have their children leave the classroom while the other children offer thanks to God. Why? Why can't you have them stop this? This is is against the school policy rules. Y'all got laws written against this shit, and you go, fuck it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because people think that since the numbers are in our favor, we do what we want. Now, someone said, um, all right, you got two Christian kids. Uh, they go to school in a district where there's a lot of uh, kids that are Muslim. Uh, we're going to do the uh, five daily prayers, and uh, your kid got to do them people, or got to get out the room. People in fucking uproar. They'd be like, no, we got to pass a law against anti-Sharia law. They would have went fucking insane. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? Yep. Uh... Once this policy was initiated, Jamie told her parents that she began being teased by other students. Right, because you're isolating the kids now. Jesse said that his teacher, Katrin Bright, used her mean voice when she sent Jesse into the hallway and pressured Jesse to pray. Bright told Jesse that Jane Doe was a bad person. Wow, the teacher told the wow told Jesse that Jane Doe was a bad person for not believing in God and eventually wore Jesse down to the point where Jesse joined in the classroom prayers. Wow. You, you, you should be able to fire fired. somebody. Yeah. You got fired, get fired for that. Dan Barker, the co-president of Freedom from Religious Foundation, 
said that it should be necessary for FFRF to sue. Uh, it should not be necessary for them to sue over such an obvious violation of specific Supreme Court decisions barring devotion from our public <laughs> right. schools. No child in our secular school system or their parents should be subjected to prayer or stigmatized when their parents speak up to defend the establishment clause. For unfortunately, it appears a lawsuit will be the only way to protect the freedom of conscience of these young children. Man, man what is that shit? I can't force my kid to pray or or leave the room. Like, just, just fucking let them sit there and not say the shit. It'll be fine. <sighs> what an idiot. Um, let's see what else is going on. Um, oh, Brian Williams, or as I like to call him, Lion Williams. Uh, they, someone on Politico made a list of all the lies he's been caught up in so far. The, I guess the main ones. Uh-oh. The first one was Choppergate. Uh, he did a nightly broadcast January 30th where he referred to a terrible moment a dozen years back during, uh, during the Iraq, uh, invasion of Iraq where the helicopter he was traveling in was forced down after being hit by an RPG. Turns out that helicopter was not hit by an RPG. Uh, he said it was also hit by small weapons fire. His helicopter was not. Uh, he later said he wasn't in the helicopter, but in a helicopter directly behind it. The pilots of Williams helicopter say that chopper, chopper was not directly behind that Chinook, which is the name of the helicopter, but in a different company altogether. Uh, allegedly he rolled up on them later, the, the, the actual helicopter that did take fire and asked them what happened. And then they told him, and then he adopted that story as his own. Uh, during May 3rd, 2011, NBC Nightly News broadcast, Williams said that he had the great honor of flying into Baghdad with SEAL Team 6 at the start of the war. A Special Operations Command spokesman told Huffington Post, we do not embed journalists with this or any other unit that conducts counterterrorism missions. Uh, said another SEAL officer to CNN, that early in the conflict, there were only missions taking place not bouncing between outstations. Uh, the Berlin Wall, he lied about that. At a 2008 forum at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library, Williams said that he was at the Brandenburg Gate the night the Berlin Wall came down. What? Why? Why tell these lies? Right, like people can't, don't know this. I mean. What's wrong with this white man? I told, he not coming back to work. You already white. You won. In life. You don't even have to do this. The night the wall came down is widely recognized as November 9th, 1989. The NBC News source in a position to know confirmed with CNN money that Brian arrived the day after the wall came down. Right. You saying shit that people can confirm. Yeah. Um, what, what are you thinking? Right. I told you, y'all, them six months, he ain't coming back. Yeah, Berlin Wall. Um, yeah, because once you start that, people start digging and investigating everything that you've ever said. Right. You just, you had, didn't you almost have it all? Lion Williams was doing so great. Everyone liked him because he would go on TV and, like, he would go on night shows, to Tonight Show, and would go on John Stewart's Daily Show and make a couple jokes, and everybody was like, oh, what a great guy. And now it's like, oh, this nigga was lying. <laughs> he was lying the whole time. Oh, oh, never mind. Um, 
a women's prison had a mass jailbreak at the inmates in dominatrix gear handcuffed the male guards who were expecting a orgy oh mm-hmm no dick is not your friend man take it with that dick man right should have catch you every time um i guess this video doesn't have any sound Oh. No one, it's not in English. Okay, I guess I said, I don't think they speak in English. 28, 28 inmates escaped from a Brazilian jail after three women, mm-hmm, three women in fantasy police costumes seduced prison wardens. It was reported today. Police found three wardens naked and handcuffed inside the Nova Motum police jail. Oh, could you imagine? I mean, public jail. Could you imagine them sitting there knowing that the next day somebody gonna catch them like that and there's no way they can get out of it i know this is what they had um put in the chat for everybody to see uh because they're like what fantasy police costumes which i'll never stop knowing you never mind it's policia 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 uh yeah y'all can go on ebay or um amazon to find these if, if you if that's what you're into i'm not uh you can also go to adam and eve you know you can find them yes, that's what i'm saying um so police found the three wardens naked and handcuffed um uh near uh in the jail the morning after the mass breakout the women reportedly drugged the prison guards by giving them spiked whiskey whiskey after or the cosby cocktail after convincing them to take part in the orgy inmates then left the prison through the main doors even taking with them guns and munitions they had taken from prison catches police later found a bag of lingerie and a dominatrix, and dominatrix police uniforms believed to have been worn by the temptresses. Last night, photos of one of the naked wardens believed to have been leaked by amused police officers who found them have been shared thousands of times on social networking sites. I believe that. Um, here's a picture of him putting his clothes back on. The three women, one of them reportedly the girlfriend of one of the prisoners who escaped, arrived at the prison at 3 a.m. on Thursday morning and asked to be let out I mean, to be let inside to chat and drink. The prison guards reportedly obliged and were soon persuaded to leave their post, accompanying the girls to staff sleeping quarters. They didn't think anything was up with this? Anything. Chicks roll up at 3 a.m. Hopefully they, this isn't a spoiler for the end of Bitch Planet. <laughs> That's one of my favorite comic books right now. After drugging the wardens, the women handcuffed them, took their keys, and unlocked all the prison cells. According to Chief Angelina de Andres Ferreira, uh, she uh, she told a news conference the plan was to seduce them. They served them cheap whiskey with some substance to knock them out, then unlocked the central gate, which accessed the internal cells. Whoever wanted to escape left by the front door. Yeah, they walked at the front door, of course. Why not? Who you figure out? You're not setting no alarms off. You mm. know, ain't no backup coming. That's how they was able to steal all them shit. You know what? They're going to catch some of them. But it wouldn't surprise me if a, if a handful of them women, they never see again. From the moment they drank the whiskey, the agents don't remember a thing. One was found dizzy trying to wake up. Another slept before the whole afternoon and couldn't even be questioned. The inmates took three 12 caliber rifle shotguns, two 38 caliber revolvers and munitions. Miss Friaria said the escape was planned by the boyfriend of one of the women, Bruno Amorum, 18, who, who, who was serving time for attempted murder, robbery, and firearm possession. She said everything indicated that he planned and executed everything with the help of his girlfriend. Why aren't women of, they don't have women guards? 
because in america you know they have women guards uh, a lot of times in women's facilities all right so stupid shit like this would never happen correct yeah. uh it's, i mean i know I'm, i know that there are males you know over women facilities and women over men yeah but most of the time especially with the women you have a tendency like you said to have more women there yeah if nothing else for the safety and you know in case you have to search them and all kinds of shit like that but you know laws are different in other places um she said everything that indicated that he planned to execute everything with the help of his girlfriend she said the three prison officers have been arrested and will be charged with facilitating a jailbreak and culpable embezzlement because of the theft of firearms last night eight of the 28 prisoners were recaptured by police as they launched a massive operation to track down a fugitive fugitives one inmates one inmate was found wandering around the center of nova multum in a drunken state holding one of the stolen rifles she must have had some of the drink another was caught after stealing a, a pickup truck from a farm and crashing it police said damn and that uh the dick is not your friend man Mm-mm. that's some prison break yeah dick could cause you to lose your job Mm-hmm. thought they was about to get some pussy and next thing you know they was done right i guarantee this is the first you know what this ain't the first time this shit happened because you know that may have happened before and nothing went wrong you know everything went without a hitch mm-hmm. but this time they was like y'all know they like to fuck these people they probably knew they type i bet you they had that shit all set up they you know they probably had prostitutes come up in there all the time they're like you know we're gonna get these fuckers tonight mm-hmm uh, all right, let's get into our segments. I guess we'll start with uh, clear out some of this Cosby stuff. Um, you know how it goes with this bullshit. Um, get, hurry up and do something before he gets back to to raping. <laughs> Karen, you're off screen, by the way. Oh, yeah. Let's do this. Let's talk about it. Oh, uh, woman who got Cosby money orders says they were just f- generosity. Yeah. A former NBC employee has shown NBC News receipts for money orders that she says he sent to women at Bill Cosby's direction. Uh that he said okay frank scotty now 90 says he was he also regularly brought brought women to Cosby's dressing room he told k snow in an interview that aired on today monday that the job made him feel like a pimp but one of those women whose names appears on several money orders says the gifts were purely the product of Cosby's generosity and were intended to help pay for her son's boarding school so she's sticking with that huh it's a shame that she Dr. was like, my baby's son boarding school was paid for and his pussy will pay for it. And nope, you will not know the truth. <laughs> it's a shame that Dr. William Cosby's generosity is being questioned in Milan, said Alva Chen, a model and actress who appeared on several uh, episodes of the Cosby show. The source could have uh, could have asked me before the first releasing these money orders. Uh, I guess. Uh, 
she's trying to seem like she's trying to kind of have his back on this one uh scotty said that he left the job at nbc to work as a special assistant to cosby during the taping of the cosby show in brooklyn and queens new york the show ran on nbc from 1984 to 1992 according to scotty cosby asked him to send money to various women sometimes thousands of dollars a month he showed nbc news receipts for eight money orders that he says he mailed to four women their amounts range from 398 dollars to a thousand and the money orders date from 1989 to 1990 three money orders are made out to alva chin uh spelled incorrectly two are for a thousand dollars and the amount of the third is, is illegible two money orders totaling fourteen hundred dollars are made out to angela leslie which is the name of the woman who alleges Cosby sexually assaulted her in Las Vegas in 1992. Oh. Leslie, who said she had only met Cosby once before, told today that Cosby put his hand where it shouldn't have been and she pushed him off. The money orders were dated August 13, 1990. Leslie told NBC News she got two checks from Cosby that the money was intended to fly her to see him at an award show and also included money for her to spend while there. She said she did not make the trip and return the money. Another made it out to Sean Thompson. Sean Thompson is the mother of Autumn Jackson, who was convicted in 1997 of trying to extort money from Bill Cosby to keep her from telling the tabloids that he might be her father. During Jackson's trial, Cosby said he had an affair with Sean Thompson and had given her money. Autumn Jackson refused to take a paternity test. Uh, said Scotty, all I know is that Bill Cosby told me that certain people, I want you to send this money out to them. He told me how much, and I said fine, and I went and got money orders. He said he never delivered the money, but always sent it by mail and never met the women who he sent the money. Scotty said he sent one of to one of the women $2,000 a month. Scotty said he kept evidence of the money orders in case Cosby ever questioned him because he didn't want Cosby thinking he was stealing. He, he also said he stood guard outside Cosby's dressing room while women were inside. He said, Frank, I want you to stand outside and don't let anyone in. So I said fine, and I did that. He said he suspected Cosby was having sex with the women, but did not know now. But did not know now. Well, now he's like, he might have had him in that passed out and shit. Martin Singer, Cosby's attorney, told NBC News that Scotty was seeking attention. Th- this old ass man, really? Right. With these old ass money orders were. It appears that his story is pure speculation so that he can get his 15 minutes of stank. The, the money orders ain't pure speculation. They sure ain't. In a statement released Friday, Singer said it's completely illogical that so many people will have said nothing, done nothing, and made no... Okay. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. <sighs> Shit. Um, Bill Cosby makes a rape joke at stand-up show. Audience loves it. Of course they did. Uh, Bill Cosby finally acknowledged the allegations. Uh, he said, uh, I guess a woman went up to get a drink. Uh, during his uh, second night of stand-up in Canada. Uh, he said, you have to be careful about drinking around me. Cosby just said to the woman in the crowd, loud gas from the audience. Uh, we have a lot. Our, this is all from Twitter. We have our first heckler. She offers Cosby a drink. He jokes, you got to be careful about drinking around me. Uh, Carrie McGee says, member of the audience asks Cosby if he drinks. He says, you need to be careful drinking around me. Woman walks out. You have to be careful drinking around me, Cosby says, to somebody who appears to be leaving voluntarily. Uh, the gas then changed the cheers and applause. So the woman must have said it sarcastically as heckle, like, you want a drink? And he was like, oh, you don't know. You got to be careful drinking around me. And everybody was like, 
that's so funny oh my god i love you what a good joke by an actual rapist oh man <laughs> you don't really get them you can't really deal with heckling like that normally when you actually did do the rape um after felicia rashad's comments more women came forward with allegations uh you know she gave her comments like last month or so um and of course three more women came out that had never spoken out publicly before um kazi's attorney martin d singer did not respond to the request to be talked yeah of course not two of the women linda kirkpatrick and lynn neal alleged kazi sexually assaulted them at the las vegas hilton in the early 1980s when he performed there both women were in their 20s at the time both alleged that kazi drugged and sexually assaulted them in his dressing room According to Kirkpatrick, Cosby apologized to her the next day, which she thought was sincere. She went to his dressing room again. They played backgammon, and she alleged he became sexually aggressive with her again. She said she pushed him away. The third woman, identified only as Casey, said she knew Cosby when she was an assistant to Tom Ilias, uh, one of the agents of William Morris from 1990 to 1996. She said they had a cordial professional relationship, and over time he began to take a more personal interest in her. Eventually, she said she met him for lunch at the Bel Air Motel, a hotel in Los Angeles, and in his bungalow, he gave her a large white pill. Next, I remember waking up in bed with Mr. Kazi naked beneath his open open robe. After that, I did not want to see or work with Mr. Kazi, so I left William Morris. I wanted to take legal action against Mr. Kazi at the time, but I was fearful that if I did, he would retaliate against me and my family. Right, and people act like that goddamn fear isn't real, so they ain't nobody to come out because of this fear yeah, and before, judgment. Yeah, and this before date rape was a thing. Like, that's a relatively new concept at when it time. comes to sex in America and sexual choice. And to me, I feel like his main crime is that he wants to rob women of their choice. He wants them to be passed out, and that is what's confusing a lot of people, or at least giving them... A, a, a plausible deniability is like well these women sound like they were going to sleep with him they probably were i'm not i'm willing to concede that in a lot of these situations the women seem like these are the same things that typically lead to uh like courtship or sex or something but then i feel like he that's not good enough for him and he's like i want to have sex with you without you even being able to fucking recall what i did and that's the problem and that's fucking rape sorry i like i said i'm understanding i'm not stupid i understand that there uh if you're an up-and-coming starlet and some dude with money and access and ability to get you a job is like hey come by my room and play backgammon or some shit mm-hmm. i can understand you being like okay this dude you know maybe trying to fuck but maybe i get something out of this i understand that's a choice that people make all the time yes it is and i think what happens is people vilify women for making a choice like that sexually anyway mm-hmm. and then on top of that they get the, this added bonus of oh now you want to say it's rape it's like well if you rape me yes i don't give a fuck if it's 30 years ago 10 days ago rape is rape yes it is you know and that i think that's how he likes it um as with previous accusers none of the women's allegations fall within the statute of limitations uh, so they can't be prosecuted. At a press conference in early December with three other Kazi accusers, Alrich called upon him to either waive the statute of limitations so these cases could go co- to court or set aside $100 million so each woman with a claim against him could appear before independent arbitrators who would decide the merits of their allegations. Alrich says she has been in touch with representatives for Cosby 
but as for her proposals he she said i would just say that they have not accepted my offer yeah he ain't picking up the phone for glory already so you can forget about that shit as soon as her name i mentioned he probably was like oh cool now i ain't gotta do nothing uh kathy lee gifford revisits her friendship with bill casby and says he did try to kiss me and a lot of people been very dismissive of this because i think people are like well now we count everything you know what i mean he tried to kiss you like is that necessarily uh the same as raping somebody should you be in the rape discussion Surprising revelation this morning from um, Kathy Lee Gifford about Bill Cosby on Today. Uh, Kathy Lee was Bill's opening act back in the 70s. Listen to this. He did try to kiss me. I said, no. I said, Bill, we're friends. He goes, okay, good night. I said, good night. And I went into my room. He um, went into his room. And, and so, so I, um, and I'm not else. saying the women's allegations are not true. I'm just saying I never personally saw it with my own two eyes. So Kathy Lee being neutral here, yeah. saying that from her own personal experience, it did not happen to Rock her, one. but she did say the man tried to kiss her. Yeah. She didn't say he drugged her, but Kathy Lee also said that Bill would offer her and her backup singers cappuccino every time they got off stage. Now that struck that me. That should get right. That, that struck me because yeah, remember what Beverly Johnson said that she believes Bill Cosby drugged a cappuccino and gave it to her. Now Kathy Lee made it clear. She said she was not drugged, but again, here we have another similar story by another woman alluding to Bill Cosby. that music makes that seem so less consequential but uh yeah people, <laughs> people have been framing that completely wrong she was basically saying i didn't see shit right so i don't know what i don't know why that's such a big big deal all right that finally clears up all the cosy news worth talking about thank god <laughs> I, I really hope i can delete that category at some point uh because you know and we already been fucked with so i'm not doing that chat room here you go here's your choices uh, oh, uh there we go i was in the wrong category groovy tales lsu's odell beckham gave me that d but never called back groovy tales mario took me back to the hotel and dot 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 groovy tales bob is a true scorpio hint hint <laughs> and ball of river relationships inconsistent man shame on you by miller Gree. 
And number five, court documents detail how Iggy Azalea met Hefe Wine and how she may have lied in court. One through five, guys. There you go. Run with that. Three from Black Zach. Three, two, four, five, three, five, two, two. So three and two, pretty much close. Four, five. Let's see, one, two. Uh, five, six, five. Hmm. Like five might be pulling away in the at the end. Five, five. Wow, everybody wants yeah, five. Five. All right. So court documents detail how Iggy met Hefe Wine and how she may have lied in court. Now I don't know who the fuck Hefe Wine is. Mm-hmm. I gotta Google this nigga now. Um, and it's H E F E Wine. Um, see, he is Maurice Williams, who is better known as Hefe Wine and Wine O, an African American rapper, record producer. Uh, entrepreneur, entrepreneur from Houston, Texas, best known for his 2006 Billboard Top 100 single, Pop My Trunk. Oh, Lord. i never so, heard this in my life. Uh, yeah. And I don't feel bad because you ain't either. Yeah, I don't know this one. This is new to me. Where them haters at? 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 Man, pop my trunk and pop my, pop my, pop my trunk and pop my trunk and pop my trunk and pop my, pop my, pop my trunk and no. What you know about that? We fold deep in the lack and we all got gas just in case a food trip. Man, think you want a jack? Leave your land sideways. Why no we playing that? Holler back was the funny hole. World see me coming was a badass kid. Yeah, my nose was running. Hey, time feel bored. Do you feel my hood? I'ma twist it up, throw it up till it's understood. All good. Everybody know my name. Deep rooted in the game. Sometime I ride plane. Sometime I grip grain. On the 84s, elbows, swangers. Put them on a hoodoo. Your life's been in danger. I'm shining my neck, wrist, and my teeth. 20 inch screens. Jammed in my seat, in my seat. 25 fool if you wanna beat so I can Pop my trunk and hip hop Pop my trunk and pop my, pop my, pop my trunk and pop my trunk and pop my trunk and pop my, pop my, pop my trunk and hip 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 Pop my trunk Okay, alright Take I like that beat Take a seat and check out this piping hot Iggy Azalea tea straight from the courthouse you may recall Iggy has been in court battling it out. Well, several things came up in court, including her ex, Hefe Wan, Wan O. You may recall he's the one who says he's not only has a sex tape of Iggy, but that they are common law married. The courts also ordered him to stop disturbing Iggy's music until a final ruling has been made. This T, though. <laughs> this T, that's got it that written? 11-8 must have wrote this. Yes. In the court documents, Hefe Wan, real name Maurice Williams, Details how he met Iggy on her 18th birthday, not 17, as Iggy claimed. How they started their sexual relationship and how it was Iggy's mom. Iggy's mom was instrumental in them getting married so Iggy could apply for U.S. citizenship. He also talks about how Iggy burned a lot of bridges early in her career, how she expressed her love for him and not just his penis several times in emails. Read some excerpts below. On meeting Iggy on her 18th birthday, Amethyst was in town to talk to Lee about signing as an artist. Lee does not like dealing with underage talent, so Amethyst said that she had been told to wait to come to Houston until her 18th birthday. 
Amethyst had flown in the day before, June 6, 2008, as she was staying at the Intercontinental Hotel in the Galleria area of Houston. When I was introduced to her on June 2008, it was her 18th birthday. Lee had made sure to check her passport to verify she was 18 years old, and he made a copy of it. Because it was Amethyst's actual 18th birthday, it was suggested that we all take her out for her birthday, especially since she was from out of town and had no friends or family with her. Damn, they sent her all the way here with no friends or family? We went to the Saltgrass Steakhouse on I-59. It was a small group, including Amethyst, me, assistant Akeem Saleem, uh, Lee Roger, the label owner, J- John Rieger, and some staff and producers from the record label. The waitress found out that it was Amethyst's 18th birthday, and the restaurant staff came out banging pots and pans, singing happy birthday to her. They also put a big hat on her head on how the sexual relationship started. Later that night, <laughs> our, oh. 18, our 18th birthday. Remember, she just got in town today. Some of us went back to Lee's house where he had his own studio. We stayed there till approximately 2 a.m. Amethyst was worried about getting back to her hotel. Instead of calling the cab, she got me to drive her back to the hotel while I dropped her off. Before she went, before she went back up into the hotel, she asked me what I was doing the next day and whether she could see me then. I told her that I would be working out in the morning and she asked me to take her to work out with me. On Sunday, June 8, 2008, I picked Amethyst up at a hotel, took her to work out at 24 hour fitness gym that used to be post Oak in the Galleria Mall. We worked out, went to get something to eat, spent a lot of time talking. We hit it off. She had already gotten me to talk to her mother in Australia over the phone. We talked about seeing each other the next day. Amethyst kissed me and thanked me for spending all this time with her. I wonder if she was like, uh, I wonder if her mom and her were already like, you need to meet a dude that you can seduce a little bit and we can talk him into a marriage that will get you a green card. Possibility. The next day, we went to Yippie Records. Afterwards, we were driving around. She started kissing me aggressively. We decided to go back to my apartment where we began the sexual relationship. She talked to her mother, which she did all the time. She and her mother suggested that I would save money if she, it would save money if she stayed with me instead of at a hotel. Her mother was fine with that, and so was I. I later understood from Amethyst that Amethyst had come to the United States when she was 16 and that she had lived with a man in Florida during that time in a sexual relationship before returning to Australia. So it sounded like she had tried this before. Uh, Damn, man. He was like, no, so she had to go back. People do anything for that fame. Mm-hmm. After that point, she moved in with me and lived with me, and she started an intense. we started an intense relationship with each other or talking to each other just about every day. But then he goes on to talk about how when he and Iggy moved in together in mid-June, her mother was very involved with the process and approved it. He says that after a month and a half, Iggy started talking to him and how she had uh, studied Texas law of co- common law marriage. Yes, yeah, it's not like a plan. Oh, yeah, yeah. They was like, we we going to get you over there. You're going to stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Iggy suggesting they get common law married. Amethyst told me that she had researched Texas marriage laws on the computer and had figured out how we could be common law married. Amethyst said that she had looked up the Texas legal requirements for a common law marriage. She explained to me that all she had to do was agree to be married and then we could tell my friends. She did not have any friends. She was only close to her mother. She would joke that if that it would have to be my friends since I introduced her to everyone. She said it would be easy to be common law marriage. We were in love and already had been living together. Once we were common law married, she said she could go to a lawyer and eventually start the paperwork to get citizenship. Amethyst brought this up a lot. And she talked to her mother about it as as a way to stay in the United States. 
her mother liked the idea for our be of our being married she always talked about how good looking biracial grandkids would be mm-hmm. amethyst would not drop it then she got something into her mind she would keep bringing it up and she did this about common law marriage and that she wanted to become a united states citizen one thing that she's trying to trap him mm-hmm. one thing that amethyst kept telling me was she had learned was that i had to be finally divorced before we could legally be common law marriage she knew that i was in the process of getting a divorce from benjula women williams benjula women's benjula williams as we had separated in 2005 so August 29, 2008, Wano filed for divorce. Iggy's mom suggested that they get married formally as she was concerned Iggy would need a formal marriage certificate in order to apply for citizenship. Oh, Iggy referring to her as her husband, as him as her husband. Amethyst also told me all the time, uh, that we were married and sometimes she would put this on in writing or write her name, including my last name. Below is an email from Amethyst where she referred to me as her husband. Whenever we would fight, she would remind me that I was her husband and that we were meant to be together. Often when I was leaving the house, she would remind me that she would be home waiting for me and that I was her husband. She was insecure when I would leave and she wanted me to remember that we were in a committed married relationship. She also signed her name Amethyst Williams. Damn. On at least one occasion, Amethyst told a doctor we were married. Amethyst gave the doctor permission to talk to me about our medical records and issues. Amethyst sent me to pick up her prescription and medical records from a doctor and did not go herself for every appointment. Amethyst is now testified under oath in California that she never used the last name of Williams. Her testimony is wrong and she should know it. The tea gets better. And I suggest you guys read, I suggest you guys read the official documents here so that you can not only see all the gossip, but the alleged email she was sending to Wino Mess. They have some uh, emails below. Oh, the tea gets better, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Wano. How sweet is this tea? Wano, I am lying in the bed about to fall asleep, and since you are already sleeping over, uh, sleeping over there, I am going to be extra lame and write you a good night email. Some misspellings in here and stuff. Anyhow, I just want you to know, even though I don't really say it, I'm feeling so content with my life the last few weeks, and a large re- reason behind me feeling that way has been you. You need to know, though, I still feel that I have outside issues and relationships to resolve and work through that I'm still holding on to a little bit. No matter what, what's faded, though, I hope you always know I think you're amazing. You're, you're by far the most honest person I've ever known, and you have shown me more love than any other man ever has. Thank you for wanting to be a part of my life every day and for being strong enough to endure my big, fat mouth. Even though I don't always make it easy to love me, I hope you remember underneath it all i really do love and appreciate you being there and giddy too i now you better not ever ever show or mention this to anyone <laughs> or i'm <laughs> or i'm gonna find a way to sue you for it i'm white i can do these things love amethyst of course she knows her privilege mm, i'm white i can do these things mm-hmm. imagine uh when she's i'm sure she didn't write this in her why you do that voice how you do that how you do that shout out to andy um from three guys on uh she also said actually i just love you not you plus your penis just you as an entire person she wrote one time another time okay i'm on the internet and i'm sorry i cried i just really frustrated it just really frustrated me not being able to have sex properly i feel embarrassed and like i can't do my job properly because i can't satisfy you sexually 
I missed the great sex we were having before everything happened. I'm worried things aren't going to go back to normal by the time I leave, which really upsets me because I love you. I want us to be able to have a complete relationship like everyone else has with their partners. I know it's hard for you, too, and you've been really good dealing with everything the last couple of weeks. So I really appreciate that. Maybe we could try again tonight. I would like to try again tonight because we managed to do it last night. So I know I can do it, and it, and I just can't live with myself knowing you are going you are getting what you need as a man. I love you. What was that was from? She must have been some of those health problems she was talking about. Possible. Um, and another one she says, uh, I love you so much. A whole bunch of exclamation points. Even if you can't stick your dick through the phone and I think about you all day long and I just miss you and can't wait to see you. Wish I could be with you every day. You're the best thing in my life and I'm so glad I have you. So uh, we got a few comments. So Luscious says, um, wow, I wonder what medical issue is prevents her from having sex. Brazil says, child, pops popcorn. <laughs> Selena says, a grown married man messing with a teenager. No matter, no matter what he knew, uh, what he was doing, no matter what he knew what he was doing. Now you, yeah, I didn't even catch his age. How old was he when this was happening? Cause it sounded like he was married, going through a divorce. Right. She sounded like she was just 18. I mean, he met her on her 18th birthday. Yeah. yeah. He claims we don't really know. Mm-hmm. She's in 17. Right. Um, now you want to take her down because you're scorned and bitter and that she made it without you. I'm not an Iggy fan, but this is silly. And whatever she had, he gave it to her. Or he would have left her in the streets regardless. He's too old for this ignorance. I feel sorry for his current wife. Sad. So Lotion said, I read through those court docs. Sigh, it does prove that Amethyst lied about some stuff. Selena says, I know she probably did. She was young and immature. I think he's vindictive and manipulated her. But she have to deal with this, I guess. Lemon Drop Pop says, if she used common law marriage to him as the base for her getting a green card, then why can't he sue her now? Trying to use her age as a reason to say poor her is wrong. She knew what she was doing and she pulled that one off. No, he shouldn't get nothing unless he is her common law husband. Then take that B to the bank. And if she used that common law marriage to get a green card and now she says they were never married, can her papers be revoked? Call Someone call immigration. <laughs> Mimi says, sounds like her and her mom pulled one over on him, and he, he's trying to get revenge. I think so, too. Sounds like everybody's been petty in this shit. Yep. Because, um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like he necessarily needs anything from her, but he clearly, um, you know, she blew up, and she used him at some point, and now he's like, I let me get my she, money. I think she did. Yeah. And it sounded like her mom put her up to it. That's it's crazy the price of fame and what people are willing to do for. It. Like, you basically pimped out your daughter, man. Go fuck this dude. You know? Yeah. What a There's weird. A lot of terrible ass parents out in the world. Yeah, let's do another one. People wanted to see B.O.B., so we'll do that one too. Um. Uh, Groupie Tales. B.O.B. is a true Scorpio. Hint, hint. B.O.B. is a favorite here on Ball Alert. So when we got a groupie tale on the young ATL rapper, you heard a B, you heard a B.O.B. Karen? B.O.B. I heard that name full on Where's My 48 because I heard he's terrible. Uh, I'll give you uh, some of his music. Um, here's a, uh, let's see what his most popular song is, Airplanes. Uh, 
We pretend that airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars. I can really use a wish right now. Wish right now. Wish right now. Can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars? I can really use a wish right now. Wish right now. Wish right now. Yeah, I could use a dream or a genie or a wish to go back to a place much simpler than this. After all the party and it's smashing and crashing And all the glitz and the glam and the fashion And all the pandemonium and all the madness There comes a time where you fade to the blackness And when you're staring at that phone in your lap And you hoping but them people never call you back But that's just how the story unfolds You get another hand soon after you fold And when your plans unravel in the sand What would you wish for if you had one chance? So airplane, airplane, sorry I'm late I'm on my way so don't close that so that's the song it's uh rashani's favorite song from single simulcast I'm not oh wait is he in the chat stop talking about him we stop uh, stop talking about him. i'm not impressed sorry i apologize he, he's here now uh disclaimer groovy tales are submitted by our readers we cannot confirm 100 percent accurate of any story posted we have a tale to share email 118 at com. It all started when I met B.O.B., Bobby Ray, last year in March. We met each other at a popular club in Atlanta. He was with a small crew, and he made constant eye contact with me while I was out with a group of my girls. His eyes are strong and make me feel desired. Mm. Looking at it like a lion. <laughs> Eventually, he approached me, bought me a drink, and was very determined to get me to go home with him that night. So, of course, I went with him in his black G-Wagon back at, to his place at 3 a.m. Of course you did. Why not? Of course. Ladies, I duh. would be writing his article if I didn't. As soon as he got him, me to himself, he pinned me to the wall, grabbed my neck, and started to touch all over me. His lips were so soft as he kissed me. The sex was amazing. His dick is at least eight inches in thick. His stroke game is on point, and it's something, it's something I will never forget. He has great stamina because we had a couple more rounds that night. He's a true Scorpio and makes sure he tended to all my wants and needs. I ended up spending the night and he had an early flight to catch the next morning. So I left when he did. He gave me his number and a kiss and I left. Uh, I got a couple comments. Sandy Cheek says lies, lies and more lies. B.O.B.'s dick is thick, but the story is short, I guess. <laughs> Nico Rose says his eye contact game is really strong. I watched an interview where he says he likes eyes. Just me says, well, with all the Bill Cosby shit, the whole pinning to the wall and neck thing could lead to trouble. Oh, Lord. Butterfly says, that's it? What kind of group of tell is this? We want details, laugh my ass off. <laughs> they, they mad. Formerly known as Ginger says, I'm still waiting on Meek Mill group of tell. Sigh. I'll be yelling at the pussy. Sandy Cheek says, at Butterfly, it's not a group of tale, but a group of flash fiction, LOL. Butterfly says, at Sandy Cheeks, I see that. So disappointing, LOL. And Imani says, definitely in need of more details. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, this, yeah, this one, this one is not as good as some of the other ones, but she, she just said the sex is good. She ain't going to details about mm -hmm. nothing. All she gave us was a hint, hint, you know, That's that it. one. Talking about some damn group of tales. I, I, very let down by that one but that's this a crap shoot that's what you get uh anyway I need a fast
Breaking news, this is happening live while we're on the air right now. Amber Rose, the meltdown on Twitter continues. Oh, Lord. After giving Khloe Kardashian the break and uh, and whatnot, she decided to go back in. At, yo, at Khloe Kardashian, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish, but I have the best leak nude of all time. And then she got a picture on Instagram of her leak news. Uh-huh. And people go click and look. Um, and this is the censored version because you can't put nudity on Instagram. What? I don't believe. No, but uh, they you know sometimes it goes through the crack, but somebody like her couldn't because you know she's so popular. Yeah, I mean, does Chloe have leaked nude? And mm-hmm. It says, and it shows the picture. I guess it's a screenshot. Of when chloe liked it so chloe liked two of kim west update photos oh, so right. it shows that chloe liked uh amber rose's leaked news right not sure what that proves but she says uh that proves you watching bitch i'm <laughs> so mind. i'm so sick of these plastic assholes bullying people because they got media outlets on the payroll shit's weak as fuck you think because your dad was a professional football player that got away with murder you better oh. than me girl huh Oh, ouch. Man, I see why. I heard Kanye's. I can see why they broke up and why they also were good together. Yeah, he he sung about they love the blame game, man. That shit real. They had they had a love-hate relationship. I'm done dragging this bitch. Lesson of the day, children. Please don't try, mother, because I will humble you. Damn. Shots fired. Shit. Amber Rose. What the fuck? Oh, she was like... I made a comment, you came for me, so now uh, I'm going to be petty. Like, I don't even know what Chloe is saying back to her at this point. It don't even matter to Amber. It's for the fact that you came at her, and she's like, okay, fuck you, bitch. Bam, 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 bam. She said, OJ, her real daddy. Then she said, I'm done dragging this bitch to everybody. Yeah, she was like, we'll stop talking about it when I'm finished. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, but that's why you don't fuck with nobody with no lines, though. You know what I mean? Like, right. Amber Rose ain't got nothing to lose or gain in this shit. Right. And, and if, you, if you got standards, you, you know, or you go with You got to shit go, to lose. You got TV shows. Right. You got. You, uh, you can't be out there fucking with her. Evil yeah. be evil. Yank you off the air. Right. You can't beat somebody that just has no fucking boundaries, man. Right. She's like, I ain't got no TV show. I ain't got no record. De- I have nothing to lose. I'm just pretty and famous. Mm-hmm. And I don't give a fuck. Right. All right. Um, let's do this. Now that it's time for some guest arrays. That's right. It's guest arrays time. Now that it's time for some guest arrays. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for guest the race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts, and we read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room is racist. All right, let's go on and get in here. Um, this story was going around, and it was uh, kind of misreported when it first happened. Uh, a man broke into a Phoenix home of a woman he'd seen at a bar and raped her at knife point while her boyfriend lay f- next to her frozen in fear. What? Tiffert Vaughn, 54, was arrested Sunday after police say he snuck into a 27-year-old victim's apartment, stripped her of her clo- stripped his clothes, and held a large serrated knife to her throat as he raped her in her bed. Now you have a baby, bless it and take care of it, he told her. After the November 5th attack, the horrified man who was sleeping next to the victim woke up when Vine entered the bed. The 30-year-old struggled, suffering severe wounds to his fingers that required surgery to repair nerve damage. Vaughn is slated to have a preliminary hearing next week. So he he attacked him. Yeah, it sounds like he did. Like, see, the, the title's misleading. Yes, it is. Because it makes it seem like he just said, well, I guess you're going to rape her. Let me just roll over and pretend not to be awake. You fucked him up. Yeah, he got cut to a point where he suffered severe wounds and had nerve damage. So maybe he thought he was dying or bleeding to death. Who knows? Maybe he was just incapacitated. And then uh the dude continued the sexual assault. But then the title of the article is basically like, a uh, man lies there unless his woman get right. Anyway, guess the race of Tivert Vaughn, who is the actual... uh criminal in this joint the rapist um let's go to the chat room see what they believe uh all right let's give them some time you know they like to think on this joint um you know whenever y'all are ready it's it's cool with us uh let's see chloe's chloe's daddy tibbert (laughs) chloe's daddy tibbert uh ain't no punchlines of this white i guess i went blonde black spades whiter than the bronco chloe's dad drove on tv that one time i'm gonna go with black black white black white uh bill cosby negative white whiter than a blow up doll in joy and chandler's apartment on friends oh ted bundy white white uh the correct answer is white he was no i'm just kidding he was black sorry everybody this one goes on us couple of you guys did guess black (laughs) 
put his picture in the chat. By the way, one of the pictures is a picture of Bill Cosby. Not sure what how that got in there. <laughs> when you Google search his name, one of the pictures is just a picture of Bill Cosby. Like, I know about some rape too now. Don't count me out. Um, let me see if I can find a picture that'll work to put in the chat. Um, uh, that one work? Yeah, there we go. All right. This is him. He just looks very, very disappointed in himself. And, uh, yeah, man, that's, that's fucked up how they shame that dude who, for just lying there. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that dude obviously fought and got fucked up. I mean, everything isn't like a movie. You know, everything isn't gonna come to the rescue, rescue every time. So, sound like he did as much as he could and then about got killed. Sound like they're both lucky to be alive from that crazy ass fool. Right, he's not gonna kill them both. Yeah. Um here's a here's a story about a stowaway. John, when Marilyn Hartman was arrested, police say she did not have an identification card on her. So when they asked her how she was able to board a flight and come into Jacksonville, they say that's one question that she has so far avoided answering. Marilyn Jean Hartman posed for yet another mugshot Monday. This time, the so-called serial stowaway made her way to Amelia Island. She just found her nice room to sleep for the night. When Deputy Mark Murphy first met Hartman, he had no idea her infamous criminal history. She's been banned from multiple airports across the country for boarding planes with no ticket. Here, surveillance video shows police stopping Hartman in Phoenix. And later, after serving time in Los Angeles, she vowed to stop. It was clearly wrong on my part, and I certainly don't want to do it again. She was very lucid as to what she was talking about. But Murphy says Hartman told him she did it again. He was called to question her Monday after security here at Omni Resort reported she was trespassing. He says Hartman told him she landed at JIA on Sunday and got in line for a shuttle. The driver uh, asked if her name was Maria, and she just said yes. And he says, well, this is your bus to go to Omni Plantation. Come jump on in. When Hartman arrived, deputies say she used that same false name and checked into a $300 per night room. But when the real guest arrived hours later. We need you to come down to the front desk so we can straighten this out. At that point, they never saw her again. Murphy says Hartman took shelter in a room that was being renovated. Crews found her Monday morning. Murphy says Hartman admitted to the lie and to boarding the flight from Minnesota to Jacksonville, once again, without a boarding pass or a ticket. And I'm just wondering how you've done this before. That's when she just wouldn't, wouldn't tell me. And police say Hartman had two bags with her with some clothes, some paperwork, and her own debit card that she used to check into the hotel. She also told police she has no home, that she left California because it's too expensive, and she's been looking for a new place to live. We are live at JIA tonight. Amanda Warford, CBS 47, Action News Jax. Hartman will be in court tomorrow to learn if she'll be granted bond. She faces charges of felony impersonation, felony fraud, misdemeanor trespassing. All right, guess the race of Marilyn Jean Hartman, chat room. Uh, how many stabs? Okay, all right. Had to be a privileged white woman. As the greatest rapper in the game once said, I'm white and I can do that. White, white. So everybody's going white so far. Too many first names. White, says Rashani. Honky Hottie says, Don't stacks. Don't, didn't know I couldn't do that, says Daniel White. One who can do that because she is white. White, this story is all of the privilege. White woman moving on up to the Omni Hotel in the sky. Best actress nominee. Only white women have this much privilege. White as a snow and crack. Correct answer is uh-huh. white. 
everyone got that one this what? some shit she's been doing for a long time and she and she used her privilege to the t i guarantee you people just didn't pay her no attention because she's like an older white lady for those who, who who aren't live in the chat yeah so i guarantee you people have stopped her and she be like oh yeah they like you said they'd be like you so-and-so she be like yeah she just rolled off of that because there's no fucking way in the world you can fly all these flights and and not get caught unless you're just doing something to just get past all the security yeah and anytime they just go is your name maria yes all right well get on in you good to go you're like that's got to be a white person cops a man hit his girlfriend over who would change a dirty diaper hmm. now see this is the was kind the baby of crying? yeah see this is the kind of thing that's okay when uh was your baby's one, one year old, old. yeah because it knew better because it's a whole person authorities say a greer man has been accused of hitting his girlfriend during a fight over who would change her son's dirty diaper you mean shitty diaper uh probably the herald journal spartan reports that 29 year old angela Kend- wait angelo kendrick was arrested friday and charged with child neglect and criminal domestic violence greer police say kendrick was fighting with his girlfriend over who was going to change the dirty diaper of their newborn son Police say Kendrick grabbed the woman by the neck, pushed her against the playpen, and bent her over while she was holding the newborn. The woman then left the apartment and went next door to call police. Kendrick was jailed, and it wasn't known if he had an attorney. Damn, I got the hiccups. Hold on, I got to play some music so I can get rid of these hiccups. Let's go to my nigga singing too hard list. Uh, Here's go. So chat room, guess the race of Angelo Kendrick. White. I'm watching the game eat okay. Eat, I'm watching the game eating my hungry ant dinner white. It it was even a question. White. <laughs> Which changing this dirty diaper black. Uh black as a pit from the pole to pole. Oh. Uh no flex zone, black, black, black. Man, now everybody's going black. One who wishes he could stop talking about race, white as skeet. The father was actually there, white. Shoot, that name, black. Amazed he doesn't have D in front of his name, stoop primate. The correct answer is he was actually a black man. Some of you missed it, though, so we got to get these boos out the way. Didn't want to change a diaper. And y'all mad because Kanye wants his daughter at the show with him? What is wrong with your sick, sick minds? But this is okay, though. All right. That's right. I just straw manned you. 
about to say, how do we get to here with the argument? I don't, I don't even care anymore. Right. It's so funny because everyone, people get, people are mad at me and they're like, I think you mad. It's like, I'm not even mad. It's yeah, funny. you mad. It's so funny you care this much. Oh, anyway, uh, bonus round. <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the racism for the bonus round against the race. So far, everybody is all over the place. Let's see how they finish the bonus round. All right. A psychologist has been sentenced to 20 to 30 years in prison for the baseball bat beating death of his sleeping 20-year-old daughter at his Michigan home. Oh. Robert Kelly of Oxford was sentenced Wednesday in Oakland County Circuit Court in Pontiac. He pleaded guilty last month to second-degree murder in exchange for dropping of a first-degree murder charge. Sounds like his uh, defense attorney hit a home run. Kelly, 53, wept upon entering the court and again sobbed while apologizing to family members, but he offered no explanation for his actions. I wish I could answer the question that would lead someone to do what I've done. I can't understand, and I can only say if someone you care about displays unusual characteristics, get help for that person. If I had gotten help, I believe I could have avoided taking Megan's life. Authorities say Kelly attacked Megan Roberts with a baseball bat, uh, then went to the police station and confessed. Defense lawyer Sanford Shulman said earlier that he didn't know why Kelly killed his daughter, and that's obviously a mental health issue. Showman said Kelly had been on Xanax and wrote a suicide note. He snapped. It's a vague memory. Roberts, who was a student at Oakland Community College, fell into a coma and died after being taken off life support July 27. Damn. So guess the race of Robert Kelly, uh, who was a former psychologist. Went to the police station white, says Daniel. White, we all know blacks don't play baseball. <laughs> Well, Jackie oh, Robinson Lord. did. Jackie Robinson high school. They cheated at it. White, white, blacks, no try suicide. Blacks, no try suicide. No, no. Uh, he don't see nothing wrong with a little assault and battery. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he told her over her dead body, what would she sleep with a nigga? White. Beat that bee with a bat. White. Dr. Phil White, white, baseball bat, police didn't get shot, whiter than the snow outside my house. I didn't hear anything, but I'm going to guess white because former psychologist white, 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 white man who just finished watching American Psycho. Can't lie, a little disappointed that the chat room didn't use uh, more R. Kelly songs. But the correct answer is white. Everyone got it. Yeah, you guys really uh blew that one. You remind me of my Jeep. I want to hit it. Could have been a good one. <laughs> uh, you know, um, could have had some about twelve play in there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we'll do uh one last one. Let's see. Um, oh man, this is a weird one. See, we have a picture of this dude. 
uh chaska's michael trudeau allegedly bit his girlfriend's ear off and then burned her cat to death oh my what the cat what the cat got to do with anything that's what the cat was saying like hey man what this got to do with me he's like hey dog it's just what it it is is, bro you ain't have to be here you know you're a pussy (laughs) yeah michael trudeau a 51 year old chaska resident faces multiple felonies including assault terroristic threats and animal cruelty for allegedly being unspeakably cruel to his girlfriend and her cat according to a criminal complaint about 8 45 p.m last sunday officers were summoned to a house on report of domestic assault upon arrival officers encountered a visibly shaken bloody 42 year old woman in the building's lobby the woman told authorities that her boyfriend of roughly two years trudeau had come over to her apartment that afternoon and had spent the day drinking vodka at some point the two started arguing about their relationship the woman said the argument escalated to the point where trudeau put her in the headlock she had a hard time breathing and at one point heard trudeau tell her i'm trained to kill the enemy you're the enemy according to the woman trudeau subsequently choked her until she passed out slammed her face into the ground gouging her eyes shoved an umbrella down her throat and told her you're gonna die tonight and they're not gonna know what happened because i'll kill myself afterwards now that's some scary shit uh at one point the woman was able to bite trudeau's finger in retaliation trudeau bit off a portion of the woman's ear despite five hours of surgery doctors were unable to reattach it the woman was eventually able to escape the apartment and call police the complaint says that when officers entered the apartment trudeau refused to obey commands and appeared to be looking around for a weapon an officer tased trudeau and the officers were able to put him in handcuffs the defendant was extremely agitated and angry he stated he wanted the officers to shoot him later the woman told officers that three weeks earlier trudeau lit her cat on fire in the middle of the living room to prove a point the fuck was the point he crazy i bet you i light this cat on fire that would be crazy well let me prove my point yeah i mean that will be the end the last time you ever see me mm-hmm. when the cat was extinguished trudeau choked the cat with both hands until it died oh, wow i see why she stayed charged with animal cruelty no she didn't report it at the time but would you blame her karen that's true i mean how many women do we know to stay with a man who beat the pussy up a lot <laughs> and choke it to death mm-hmm. I, I mean he, he beat the pussy dead karen after the cat was dead, the defendant went into the kitchen, used a pair of kitchen scissors to dismember the cat by cutting its head off his body. <gasps> this nigga thought he was damn Van Gogh. Regarding his brutal treatment for of the cat, Trudeau allegedly told his girlfriend, if you tell anyone about this, I will kill you. The woman, afraid for her safety, didn't call police. Trudeau's criminal record, yeah, I could get not calling about that one. Even And here's why. Because they probably ain't going to do shit to him about killing that cat, and he'll be out on the streets to kill your ass right afterwards. Because they're going to be like, uh, animal cruelty, okay, you paid $500 bond or some weird shit like that, and now he got to come back on the streets to you? Like, I could understand not reporting the cat. I'm not saying this, it helped anything, but I can see being so scared that you like, I do believe this motherfucker will kill me. Right. If I tell that he killed this cat. Right. 
If you put like this, if if you're willing to to kill that pussy, I know you killed this one. I'm out. Right. I'm out, nigga. Trudeau's ah. criminal record contains a 2006 conviction for animal cruelty and a prior for domestic assault by strangulation. He remains in custody this evening and won't be released until he puts up a million dollars cash or ten million dollar bond. Well, where's he gonna get the money from? Guess the race of Mr. Uh, what was this first? Michael Trudeau, everybody. Michael Trudeau. Let's see what they believe in the chat room. Had to beg to get shot white. He did everything short of beating her with the cat white. He asked to get shot and they didn't shoot him. Who else but whitey? Giggity. Who else <laughs> but Quagmire? Hockey goon white. American sniper white. American sniper white. Havango White ironically wants to be Mike wants Mike Tyson and Mike Vick locked up forever but deserves probation white. He was like, girl, he was like, girl, I'ma set that pussy on fire. Anyway, only white people are this crazy and even war machines crazy cousin white demanded to be shot and was not I it doesn't get whiter than that. Jeffrey Dahmer in training. Well, cats out of the bag, white. <laughs> 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 Why that was recognized taste. Why does WWE champion one who is pissed the cat ate his cheese white uh North Flor Flor Floridish white? Yep. Well uh I guess you can call him curiosity because he killed that cat. And he was white. Y'all all got it right. <laughs> all right, man. And the last uh, thing we're going to talk about, got to discuss sword ratchetness. <laughs> authorities in lansing say police arrested a man who threatened paramedics with a sword when they responded to an emergency at his house lansing police say paramedics went to the house about 1 a.m tuesday for a man having a seizure paramedics say another man threatened him with a sword but they were able to get out with their patient police say the officers arrived and arrested 31 year old michael d king jr they say that as they were making an arrest 30 year old tommy l king threatened them with a weapon Police say they arrested Tommy King as well. Both were arraigned Tuesday on weapons charges and returned to district court Friday for pre-exam conferences. It is unknown if they had lawyers. That's right. Paramedics come to help your ass, help your friend and your relative, and you pull a sword on them too. Because why not? Because you own a sword, so therefore you should be able to use it. That's what people believe. What a country. All right, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Talk to y'all then. And, of course, Wednesday, they walk in. And uh, Day Walking should have my man Mike Felder, a.k.a. In the Bleachers, on it, uh, as, well, as well as Justin. So we'll see you guys then. But uh, till tomorrow, love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.